Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today on the show, I have the incredible Heather Stuka. If you listen to my series on Ryan Stuka, you know Heather is Ryan's mother. Since her son went missing in Sun Peaks, British Columbia in February 2018, she has searched tirelessly for answers on where Ryan might be. This year marks five years since her son disappeared without a trace. Heather was gracious enough to spend hours talking to me about Ryan when I did my series on him back in 2020. In addition to being a mother, Heather is an advocate and an incredible human being. She is now also a best-selling author. Her new book, Missing From Me, chronicles her despair, grief, and perseverance while trying to find answers to what happened to Ryan. To say Heather's words in her book moved me is an understatement. Heather has a gift with her writing. She shares her memories of Ryan so fondly, and the book is a testament to her will to find answers and her unconditional love for her son. The book, which was released last fall, was a number one bestseller on Amazon Books and Memoirs. It momentarily surpassed the likes of Matthew Perry and Dave Grohl. I recently connected with Heather, and once again, she was gracious enough to take time out of her day to talk to me about her new book. Here's my chat with Heather. I want to start, uh, go back to the beginning. Because uh, I think last time we chatted was quite a while ago, but I think you alluded to the possibility of maybe writing a book one day, and I'm I'm curious, like, what was the final deciding factor to uh, to get you to jump right in and write the book? Well, I'd like to say it was a whole bunch of epiphanies, but it's probably most likely um, COVID. You know, when March of 2020 came around and everybody was sort of shut down and, and we weren't really going anywhere, Scott was like, you know, Heather, you're never going to get another opportunity um, to have this kind of time where, you know, we're not juggling a lot of things. We were up until that point, we were going up to Sun Peaks 
every month for a week. Um, and so he's like, there'll, there'll never be another time for you to sit down and put pen to paper and have some uninterrupted time. And he was, he was right. And so for me, that was, that, that started, you know, me thinking about how this was going to look. And I think I struggled on a lot of the smaller things, but for me, it's how I organize myself. It's like, oh, I can't write it until I have a copy or or like a title that I want to do. I can't write it until I know how, every segment is it chapter you know those small things but those were stumbling blocks for me that until I could get sort of past them um I I wasn't prepared to sort of move forward and then time forced me to sit down and stop and and look at those and not see them as issues but opportunities and then you know to sort of move on with it and I think for me it was just it was it's just a great I don't maybe great is not a, a good word but it was just time where I could sit and just reflect too on the past two years that had come up to us, where we were thinking about going and how our future was going to look, how searching was going to look. I actually had more time to just reflect on that and then and then use that um, when I was uh, writing the book. Yeah, I was wondering about that um, as I was starting to read it, like, I was like, I wonder what this experience was like for you. I mean, obviously it's so close. It's your son. So, I mean, was there a sense of, you know, was it cathartic? Was it painful? Was it both? Like what, what did you experience while writing it? I mean, I imagine it couldn't have been easy at times. I think probably in the moments when I'm writing him and then you're, you're reading the post always brought me back to the exact same feeling I was feeling at that moment like it's because it's real time um those posts are exactly they're not recollections or memories of what i thought was happening it is actually real time and so reading those brings me back to what i was feeling in that moment when it was a month in when it was you know a month and a half when i I was feeling hopeful when i was feeling devastated so reading those again really sort of brought out that pain and that moment and and that pain is actually it feels more amplified because I'm removed from it I'm not sitting in Sun Peaks going through the day-to-day and tired from searching all day and then coming back and writing something I've I've had this time removed and and I look at it and see it different and for some some of those ones that I I write I'm not even sure how I managed to get through those next moments because it felt so raw and so painful. The overall process was, I think, cathartic. Um, but yeah, it, it, I still have trouble um, reading and, and looking at that because it is, it is such a painful part. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Uh, you do have a way with words, though. I mean, even before the book, you used to write these Facebook posts and blog posts. And so I think it was probably the best medium and you were the person to do it. Was there anything about Ryan's disappearance or his case that like, did, did you feel like he unearthed any anything or new little details or anything to kind of to run on uh, going forward? Like, I mean, you, you did a really big deep dive um, into Ryan's life as well as, you know, what happened. So I'm just curious, did anything stand out to you as, you know, maybe this is something we can build on going forward? I don't know. I mean, the, the book only chronicles the first year. I, I think there, what it will do looking back over the process, it will help us, um, you know, certainly at the Freebird Project, think about how best we can assist families and support them as they go through their journey. Maybe nothing that's going to really stand out for me now, 
but but those having having to deal with that that social onslaught that can be quite positive, but in the other um, you know tone it can be it can be negative. And so having families go through some of these these you know resources and support that can come up that they're not sure exactly how to navigate. I think that that will be helpful for me going forward. I don't think for Ryan's case. You know, I really wish there was something. I wish that I could have read through it and got, oh, my my goodness. You know, there is there is this, you know, red flag for us. It's, of course, the information is always going to be um, sort of private in the sense that we don't have all of the information. The RCMP are still, it's an ongoing investigation. And so we'll get certain parts, but we don't have the whole picture. And so for us, again, it's still looking at this this puzzle that we're doing and we're still missing so many pieces. You can kind of get a glimpse of something, um, but then it's almost like a mirage, like that could shift in any moment. Yeah. And speaking of missing pieces, um, has there been any updates from the RCMP or anyone on Ryan's case, or is it still pretty much where it was um, this time last year? Well, I, you know, I guess that's that's hard for me to say. I will say that they're very accountable and um, getting back to us and making sure they provide updates to us. Uh, we have this constant communication that happens. So if there's anything that we have questions on or if something is sent to us, we would forward on to the RCMP so that they can continue on. So I won't say it's a cold case. I, I know that they're actively working on it, but um, yeah, there's no new information that uh, that has come forward in the last year or so. Do you think all of this um, public awareness, you know, obviously your book, the podcasts, um, you know, the documentaries that have been made. I mean, this must put a little bit of extra pressure on investigators to to, to be active and do something right. Like, isn't that's that's kind of what's good about a lot of this stuff. Right. Well, I suppose it could be good if if you felt as a family that. Um, perhaps the law enforcement uh, hadn't lived up to your expectations. Uh, probably for us, is, that's a little bit different. Our relationship is is different, and I and I would say that about every relationship that any family goes through. That what they have with their law enforcement. For us, um, you know, they have been very consistent from from the beginning. There there are some bumps along the road. I, I'd always liken it to sort of a marriage when you're sort of feeling uh, the other person out. But we have come in the last two and a half years to a a place where we feel comfortable about reaching out and what our expectations are. So we're able to manage our expectations a lot better. Um, And we're, I suppose, fortunate in that, that we've never had that uh, feeling that he was cold case or that they hadn't investigated. And so I, you know, maybe that pressure comes on if it brings in tips, but then, you know, are those tips valid and does it, does it take, resources away for them to look into things that that may not bear any any fruit but you know that that is part of what what they do and they've committed committed to doing it so yeah uh that seems to be the case i'm wondering for you while you were writing this did you learn anything about yourself yeah i well i think you know that's and that's sometimes that's a disappointment too right you you look at at what you've done and and you're able to look back over these memories and and you think of the person that you were up until a certain point and then maybe you find yourself lacking you know was i lacking as a mother certainly uh, you know there were times where i felt like i could have won mother of the year just you know in the day that that it was presented and then other days i just felt like 
you know, you were the worst person ever. You weren't present when they were asking something, you were dismissive, that sort of thing. So, you know, looking at this is, is a harder look at, at yourself and all the guilt that you feel like, have I done enough? Um, you know, have we, have we reached out in the same way? Have we conveyed how much, you know, he was loved and, and how much, you know, we just desperately want to bring him home. Have, have we done justice to his story? So I think for me, you know, certainly I learned that, you know, putting words down to paper were, it, it came more naturally to me because it's a, a subject I know well um, and feel it. And I hope that I was able to convey that to people in a way that they, that would resonate. But there's so many pieces that you look back and say, I, I just wish I was, I wish I'd known. I, I wish, I wish I had 2020. I wish there was hindsight. I wish I had, I could have changed some of those things. Is there anything you're hoping other than obviously learning about, you know, Ryan and his story, but is there anything, any message or theme, you know, you're hoping people take away from the book? You know, you kind of mentioned earlier that, you know, you hope this helps other families who, you know, have loved ones missing. Like, is there a major takeaway beyond, you know, obviously sharing the legacy of Ryan's story? I, I sometimes, and I, I will never say that, uh, you know, this, this book is, is, you know, based on expert advice and that you should look through it and, and just heed all the words as you're going through a tragedy. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But I do hope that when someone's reading it, that they will find nuggets that I discovered about myself, about how I process things, how, um, you know, I, I felt that the world worked, um, that maybe they will take something away from them. But I think for me, the overall thing is not just Ryan's legacy. It's the way the community can connect when people really want to, to make an impact. It can be something so very small. In our case, you know, it could be the simple act of, of sharing Ryan's story that, and, and connecting with other people when they're, you know, our, our Facebook page has 34,000 people that are on it. And, I would say that the the vast majority of those people are are there and they're engaged and they help one another out. So they they share that, they pass that on, those random acts of kindness. And I think that you know, for a missing uh, persons page, um, this community has really brought together um, and within themselves. And I think that it shows us what humanity could be if we just did those very small things. Yeah, the the community surrounding um, 
you know, Ryan's Facebook page and the story in general is incredible. Speaking of which, what's the response been like uh, from people? I mean, we were just kind of talking before this started that uh, you're running out of books already. Like, it seems like it's been pretty incredible. It has been a whirlwind and it's been overwhelming. All problems that you wish that uh, would happen if you were to put out a book. And, and again, that's bittersweet for me. It's hard to take that sort of pride in it because it, you know, it comes at the cost of, of Ryan's story. So, you know, well, well, you know, you feel, I think these little seeds of, I did something okay. Like people are, are responding to it. I I absolutely know that um, it is Ryan's story that captures them. But yes, it has been um, a, a busy couple of of weeks. The books came in, my own personal copies that I had ordered, and they're gone um, within a week. So I, I think I was surprised at how quickly um, people uh, wanted to have the story. And then the online sales have been. Um, going very well. The next stage, obviously, is for us to try to get it into brick and mortar stores so that people are able to 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 look and pick it up in in their communities. When I found out the uh, book came out, I was um, kind of refreshing the Amazon page for the book uh, every you know few hours, and uh, I think I sent you the screenshot, and it went number one as a bestseller on Amazon. Uh, I was just blown away. Not that I didn't think the book would do well. I just can't believe how quickly it shot. You know, past uh, I think it's like Dave Grohl and Matthew Perry's memoirs. Like, like that must have just been surreal for you. Did you expect that? I, I was not prepared for it. You know, I honestly, and this is, I truly, truly believe that I'm like, if this book comes out and the only person that reads it and likes it is my mom, then I will have done something amazing. You know, I knew, I, you know, I, I suppose that Scott uh, would as well. And, but, and funny enough, uh, he has not read it. I think, well, maybe not funny enough, but he has not read it. I, I think for him, it's just a, a, a he re, it's reliving it. And so he will at some point, but just right now, um, um, it, I think it's a, it's a little too painful. However, he is the bigger supporter standing behind me going, let's get this out here. But I just thought, okay, my mom will like it. Um, I thought, you know, just our, our friends and our family are close circle. You know, they'll buy it. I did not expect within 24 hours to be getting screenshots saying this is where the book is at. And and I think, again, that just tells the story that, um, you know, this legacy for Ryan is, is you know, I'm honored to be able to have shared it. Uh, I know you're really busy right now. It's the holidays. Uh, in the new year, what are the plans? Are you going on a book tour? Are you just going to keep promoting it? Um, yeah, what's what's the next few months look like for you? I, I don't, I'm not even sure. Like, it seems so humbling for me. It was like, people are like, I want to sign copy. And I'm like, oh like a signed copy, my, my goodness. Okay. Um, I, yeah, absolutely. I could do a signed copy. I would never have thought that people would have wanted a signed copy. Um, and so, you know, the thoughts about doing a book tour, um, you know, that, that unnerves me too. I'm like, why would, why would anybody want to come in and see me and get a book like that? That makes absolutely no sense to me at all. So you for me, there's that, that humbling part going, I don't want to set something up so I can sit by myself. Like, like maybe nobody really wants to come and do that. So I have no idea what the future will bring. I'm certainly open to everything. Um, we do have, you know, some events coming up in January. Uh, we're going to do a, a sort of a virtual book, uh, book tour and that will go up on the website just letting people know if they wanted to to join and uh, I'll be sitting down 
um, with my friend Iman Gaudi. She's written a, another memoir, um, and she was really in, instrumental in, in helping me move through these process. Um, so we'll be doing a virtual one, and I know that there is a book tour or a book signing in February that I will be doing. And then I'm hoping that perhaps I'll be able to do something up in some peaks when we, when we head there for the five year. Yeah. Um, I just have to say, I think I'd speak for most people when, um, you know, if you were to do go somewhere and do a signing or a book reading, like you would not be the only one there. I think there would be <laughs> troves of people, uh, wanting to come and see you. Cause I think, you know, I, whether you see it or not, like I, I see you as an, as an advocate, you know, you've, you've, you know, whether you've intentionally done that or not, I mean, that's kind of what you've become in some ways, I think, in the eyes of a lot of people. So um, I think you're you're that's why you're reaching so many people are part of the reason. Uh, and it's been incredible. Uh, what I'll end on then is um, what is the best and easiest way for people to get the book right now? That's not going to stress you out. <laughs> <laughs> Or just at Christmas time. Um, actually, it, it doesn't matter. So certainly, if they go onto the website, um, they can. There's it shows how you could do an order form. So if it, that comes personally to me, and that would be the signed copies that we'd be going out. There might be just a, a slight week or, or two for delay, uh, but most people, I imagine, now with Christmas coming, that'll be something that they'll look for in the new year. So there'll be books on hand for that, um, and then certainly you can go on to all the online. Um, like Amazon, both Canadian and American, Barnes and Noble, uh, Chapters Indigo, you can order the Kobo uh, online. You also can order and have the book uh, brought into your local store, iBooks, Kindles. So there's quite a few avenues if people wanted to, to purchase it. I know people keep talking about audiobook. Um, and that sounds fabulous, but that is another publishing journey that is separate from the one that I'm on right now. And that would probably be something that I would look forward to, uh, you know, exploring sometime in the, the new year. Yeah. And not to uh, get ahead, because I know you're focused on this book, but are there plans for another one or are you just going to kind of leave it as as is for now with that with that one year? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, right now there's no closure. So, um, you know, the one year was, was, I don't know what else I would add. I mean, certainly I'm, I'm not sure anybody keeps wanting to hear my pearls of wisdom of, of how I was processing things in my life. Um, but maybe those turn into sort of a blog series, but I think I would like to do a children's book. Um, I think that that would be, that would be uh, an exciting adventure to, to do. And so that's probably what my next uh, project would be. Yeah, that would uh, translate really well. I'd imagine that'd be a good opportunity to include uh, green dinosaurs wherever you could, right? That's right. Yeah. Again, I just I I do uh, laugh a little bit because I think that Ryan at well now twenty five, he'll be twenty six this year, would be like honestly, mom, green dinosaur. But I think he, he I think he would like the vision of this. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, thank you, Heather. Uh, you're so gracious with your time as always. So I really appreciate you having, uh, having you on and being able to talk about the book. And, uh, I encourage everyone who's listening to, yeah, go. I went to Amazon, left a review, ordered the book. It came pretty quickly. Uh, and so I'm excited to, to really dig into it over the holidays. And, uh, yeah, thanks again, Heather. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed my chat with Heather. Ryan's case has always resonated with me. There isn't a clear theory, to me anyway, on what happened to Ryan. It's literally like he vanished into thin air. It's a case that sticks with me, 
and I hope one day I can interview Heather and she's finally found some closure to what happened to her son. If you enjoyed this episode and want to show your appreciation, you can buy me a coffee at the link in the description. If you want to support the podcast on a more regular monthly basis, you can head to the Patreon. There's a link to that in the description too. For $5 a month, you get ad and sponsor-free episodes, exclusive content, and early access to all new episodes of the podcast. I'll also post monthly updates on the Patreon of what's to come, so you know what to expect in the months ahead. In the next few months, you can continue to expect these types of one-on-one interview episodes, as well as coverage of some cases. I'm already hard at work on the first series for the podcast this year, and I also have a bunch of one-off episodes coming your way. I want to thank all of you for listening. If you have certain cases you think I should be covering, please send me a message on Facebook and I'll do my best to get back to you. Thanks for listening to the Missing and Unexplained podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.